Hello and welcome to episode six of the Mass Effect podcast. I'm Dave Hughes and uh, we have a very, very special guest with us today, which I'll get into in a second. But I just want to say thank you to everybody out there who is following along, uh, who is subscribing, uh, which is helping us heaps. So if you can jump on uh, when you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, um, you'll see the little subscribe button. That helps us a lot. That helps us to improve rankings and things like that and gets us more listeners. And obviously, the more ears, uh, the more more people to hear the stories and, and the better it is for everybody. Um, also, yeah, if you want to follow us on Instagram, you can get us on The Mass Effect Podcast. So I really appreciate everyone's support so far. And I can't believe we're already into episode six. But uh, this gentleman I have on the other end of the microphone was somebody I wanted to get on from day one. Um Amazing young man, uh, Dubbo born and bred, and uh, he's done some great things, not only uh, career-wise, but also uh, now in business as well and juggling quite a number of different things. Uh, He's a competitive athlete at a very, very high level, and uh, he's ready to talk to you. So I welcome on the Mass Effect podcast, Mr. Jaron Biles. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Here he is. So, Jared, I know that you are um, one hell of a podcast listener because I've seen you many a time in the gym uh, absorbed in your iPad or your phone. Yeah, the Joe Rogan podcast and the Fighter and the Kid, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I often um, often can remember you doing that. Actually, we first met, I believe, in the gym. Um, anytime fitness it would have been, yeah, back, back in, in the, the day. day. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I remember thinking, man, this guy, like, he would be a great competitor because you had a really good physique. And I think that, like, something that um, obviously you had the commitment and dedication to your training and stuff like that. But you were... I think you would have made a really good physique athlete. So I think I even mentioned that that to you a few times. Is that the one where you don't have to worry about your calves and your... Yes, (laughs) yes. Actually, he he leads into that. But um, to be honest, every time I walked into any time, he was always on the seated calf press. Mate, is there a reason for that? Oh, man, it's... I'm still having nightmares about these legs, hey. Oh, They just sticks. They just don't grow. Well, you know who I'm going to blame for that? Your dad. Yeah. It's definitely Craig's fault. He's copped, a, he's copped it over the years. Mate, if I hear his Achilles tendon story <laughs> one more time in the gym, seriously. Um, so, so yeah, Jer- so, Jaron, let's, let's have a bit of a chat about you, mate. Let's, let's, let's open up and, um, and tell the audience a little bit about you. So, you grew up here, um, born and raised in Dubbo. So, give yeah. us a bit of a background about your schooling and um, your family and stuff like that. Um, to be honest, you know, typical Dubbo, Dubbo kid. Went to the public schools in town. Finished uh, high school in 2006 with a cool group of dudes, still best friends to this day. So yeah, that's awesome. The boys, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah, finished finished school in 2006 and then went on to uni um, in town. Still, I'm a bit of a homebody. I didn't really want to leave town. Oh, so um, you did uni here? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Yep. So, um, and then after that, become a teacher. Yep. And uh, throughout uni, I just uh, found out that I was starting to get a bit fat uh, too much partying so <laughs> yeah jump straight into the gym as soon as i um yeah worked that one out so it was a pretty easy yeah easy yeah. thing to do i think it's kind of like i think every all of us at some stage of uh you know wanted to improve our body image and stuff like that so i yeah. think the gym's a natural progression to go down that road so um yeah and obviously yeah. obviously you um you were athletic as well growing up oh like for, i can remember from a young age hey like mum and dad what sport you're going to do? You can't sit around doing nothing. Yep. You're, not, you're not playing the PlayStation all, all, all the time. <laughs> Where we're going to go do swimming or yep. soccer. I think 
I tried cricket for a season, man. I hated it from, oh. the, from the first game, oh. but. Mum. Why would you want to stand out there in the sun? I mean, oh. hey, shout out to all the cricketers yeah. out there, but seriously, unless you're good at like bowling or batting, like you just stand out there and get a sunburn. I just, I just have this. <laughs> the only memory I have of cricket is the the guy and the the Ute that used to drive around with the chips <laughs> and the, the drinks at like I don't know half time or yeah. whatever you call it. Yeah, yeah. So drinks break. Yeah, the drinks yeah. break, and I was just like, mum. $2. Give me that $2, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, so did you play contact sport or you would you play a um, bit of soccer, I believe, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it was always soccer. Yeah. Uh, started that when I was like four years old and I didn't stop until I was you know, mid-twenties. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, and then the late, later end of soccer, I decided to have a go at the AFL. Shout oh. out to the, the oh, Demons. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, 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 right. Yeah, I didn't realise. Yeah, yeah, played a bit of that as well. And um, that's when I worked out that I was pretty good at tackling and... <laughs> <laughs> Which is uh, something we're going to talk about yeah. in a sec that led into the next progression. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, siblings, brother, sisters? Yeah, got a, uh, two two younger siblings, a younger sister yep. uh, and a younger brother. Yeah. Um, are they still in Dubbo? Um, my sister went to Sydney for uni and yep. she's moved back now. She's actually a doctor. Yeah. Um, she's awesome. currently doing a little bit of the flying doctors and stuff oh, like yeah? that. So. Yeah, yeah, cool. And uh, my brother, he only he's recently just got accepted into the army. So Oh, yeah, really? So that's fresh. fresh I'm actually surprised because I know Jaden yeah. quite well. He's going to the army? Yeah, so if you see him lately, he's got like the longest dreadlocks and he's oh, all he? going to be shaved off, yeah. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, yeah right, because he's been living away for a while now, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, I've, been, I've um, been helping him out, sending him a few workouts and stuff like that to, oh, good. to do. Get and back into it, yeah. I caught up with, with, with him last night and I was like, oh, how are those workouts going, man? He goes, fuck, they're hard. <laughs> <laughs> they're so hard. <laughs> oh, mate, right, I tell yeah. you what, I t- I, like we're, we're going to talk about your training and stuff as we progress, but... Yeah. You, um, you're definitely at your level. Um, I don't know too many people to be able to keep up with you, to be honest. Um, especially, especially around here. So, all right. So, born and raised in Dubbo. Yeah, it's good to know that you. You know, obviously, um, you, you come from a decent sized family. You're an Aboriginal yeah. man too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep. Dad, dad side of the family is uh, Aboriginal, so yep. yeah, it's, it's good. I yeah. like I like that flavour. I think. <laughs> um, has that got anything to do with your leg genetics or? Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay because you're extremely athletic. Um, so what what made you want to be a teacher, mate? Like obviously progressing, you know, um, and, and making that career choice. What was what was the underlying factor there? Funny story about that. Like um, I never never wanted to be a teacher. Yeah. I um, finished school, and literally the last week of school, the careers people at the time they, sat, they asked me what I wanted to do, and I was like, oh, I'll just you know get a trade or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And um, you know really have much plans to continue studying since I just finished uh, year 12 yep and they said well if you if you've got nothing really set in stone go and check out this open day sort of sort of thing at the university which is why you know yep I um did the did the university thing and they said if like you you tick all the boxes to come and do the teaching so you know I waited up and I was like it's you know four years yeah um but like you know What's four years? It's it's nothing in terms of you know a career. And I yeah, was like, so oh, I just you know, yeah, an opportunity. You know, I don't really say no to opportunities very often. So yeah, I, yeah. I you know head first into that and dove in and um, haven't looked back since. Actually, yeah, um, no, that's awesome. Because I mean, you 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 not only not only you're a teacher, but um, you 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 have to juggle some some things on a daily basis. I believe you're a special ed teacher as well. Yeah, yeah, I work in the support unit. Um, yeah. At a high school, yeah, yeah, the yep. high school setting. So it's yep. uh, 
it is challenging, you know, uh, the kids are, are, are physically a lot bigger than, you know, the primary school yeah. kids and uh, it's, you really have to work, understand where they're coming from. It's, it, it's never, I say you do, it's more, yeah. you're problem solving every second of the day. Yeah. It, de- it depends, like, you know, it, you, you don't know what you're walking into some days and it's just yeah. a feeling out process every day. And, yeah. and I've really learned, like, you, you just can't you know, hold a grudge. Yeah, you know the kids are expressing themselves as, as best as possible, and you just got to take take it as as it is, and understand that that was you know, not yeah. targeted at you. It was just an emotional yeah thing. An outburst. Or, yeah, um, I think because you know, like some of these kids are dealing with stuff that you and I can never even imagine. Oh, so, yeah. um, you know, to to do that, mate, is is pretty special. And I think that like it says a lot about your character to to probably you know end up pursuing that road. Because um, obviously, when you're a teacher, that probably wasn't in the back of your back of your mind either. But here oh, you yeah. are, yeah. And like people always say, how how do you do it? How do you do it? And like, you know, you're just like, well, at the end of the day, if I didn't like doing what I what I chose to do, I wouldn't do it. You know, yeah. there's there's always another job somewhere else. So yeah. like, that's wrong. Well, at, not currently at this point in time, but you know, <laughs> unless like, you want to work yeah. at a, su- a supermarket, yeah. But like, it's just you know, if you. If you like something, you do it. Yeah, and I think I think um, you know one of the things that we talk about a lot on this show is passion, and um, you know if you don't have passion within your within the, the, the your daily realm or a purpose, yeah, yeah, then it yeah. makes it very hard for you to want to get out of bed and do things. So I think that like for most people, we're not chasing money, we're not chasing fame and fortune and stuff like that. We're no. we're more chasing our purpose. Tell you what, man. If I was chasing money, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. <laughs> eh? <laughs> exactly. Easy ways to make money. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, <laughs> the thing is, you're giving back as well. You, you not only are you, um, you know, you're helping these young people, um, you know, take their steps through life as well, which I think is amazing, mate. So, thanks, thank you. Um, now I didn't realize, and but once I, once we, you know, you and I had, had a chat, you worked at the cinemas here, yeah, for yeah. how many years? Um, it's a bit fuzzy towards the end, but I'm yeah. thinking about, I think it was about 14 years. Uh, Did you get long service? <laughs> the other day, actually, yeah. um, uh, the bosses, um, my sister-in-law, she's one of the bosses there. Yeah. Yeah. She messaged me and asked me uh, what my bank details were. And I was like, oh, what's this for? And yeah. she goes, oh, apparently the, the cinemas is going through and I was still on the books and, um, I had, you know, payments that, needed to be paid so i just got a random couple of hundred dollars <laughs> put in my account which is oh wow yeah yeah so that's that's probably why you were able to get your pre-workout off me yeah, yesterday yeah. i should have sold you two times <laughs> I that. Jesus. Upsell, upsell. I, I missed the opportunity <laughs> yeah. now i know you, you're in trouble oh uh, that's awesome so you were you end up doing being a projectionist there what's that what do, what do you mean by that um so that was when you know if you went to the movies and the movie was uh, playing backwards or upside down yep. or the sound was funny or something like that, that was yep. my fault or somebody oh, that was in my yep. position's fault. Yeah. Um, so did you sit in a little box up the top? Yeah, you, the guy that's up at the back of the cinema, yeah. you know, is frantically threading the film that oh, they used to have through yep. the machine, yep. um, trying not to make a mistake uh, whilst making making sure the movie started on time. Yeah, yeah. But wow. yeah, it was, a, it was a pretty cool job. I enjoyed doing that. As, um, it was definitely... A chilled out job yeah. most of the time. But well, you, yeah. did, did you also get to watch the movie? I guess you did. Yeah, the same 10 seconds or <laughs> same five minutes every time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on a routine oh, back at that same bit. Yeah, you, you'd be able to quote some movies back to me, yeah. I imagine. Um, so, yeah, that's awesome. So, obviously, um, you know, we, we spoke about the fact that you got yourself into the gym and stuff like that. And um, 
was it you're probably training were you training for a few years just basically doing weight training and stuff like that what how yeah. many years would you have been diving into that sort of realm i think uh like without really any competitive purpose like i just really enjoyed training um i think i was you know there training at the you know the anytime fitness uh gym probably for about seven seven years yeah. just straight you know like you, you do your research online, what you want to look like, and then yep. you try and find out workouts that make you look like that or get you towards those <laughs> those goals, and then you just go and do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, or you ask, you know, the, the bro science at the gym yep. and see what people are doing, and, um, yeah, you just do that. So I, I did that for about seven years. Yep. And, like, to be honest, like, it wasn't – I just did it because I enjoyed it, you know. Yeah. Like, just the, the little things, you enjoy the experience of going there, making friends with people, you know. You get those little groups of people that you just – have the same goal, like the yeah, have a the laugh, same thing. Have a yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And ob- obviously, like it's an outlet. I think, um, you know, at the current times, the fact that we can't go to the gym means a lot of people oh, be affected by that. Yeah, so. you just see, you know, like, you run into someone and they want to talk for that extra five <laughs> minutes because they. They haven't had that gym time or that time that they normally have to talk to people. I don't want to bring your dad up again, but um, <laughs> I'll tell you what, I've learned a few things, and that's not to start a conversation with him in the yeah, gym. Yeah, always have um, headphones on. Always, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but even then, though, like, you still have to fight him for three <laughs> pieces of equipment. He's got his towel on everything. He's so. the only, only bloke that I know that goes to the gym with four towels. <laughs> He's been a member there since 1935, <laughs> yeah. though, I think, hasn't he? So yeah, yeah. <laughs> founding, founding member. Founding member. <laughs> so, yeah, so obviously, um, you know, I can actually remember... I I think I can remember your transition into BJJ, to be honest, which is what we're going to talk about, yeah, yeah. Um, which is Brazilian, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. Um, I remember you sort of started like um, coming to the gym and saying, you know, you, you, you'd started doing a bit of training and stuff like that. Yeah. But then I remember just watching you on the treadmill with your iPad with like – BJJ video after BJJ yeah, video. Yes, yeah. I was like, this guy's like, he's What's he's he like doing? completely obsessed with this, like, which is cool because I think it's an interesting sport as well. Yeah. So let's talk about how you went from lifting weights into making the decision that you wanted to sort of um, do something in in the in the realm of BJJ. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just start by saying, like, this is you probably got a lot of listeners that don't know what, uh, it, is. Know yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um, I've had to find like a little little explanation because like it's pretty hard to put into words unless you know what it is uh, it just says here jiu-jitsu is an elaborate means of handicapping an opponent in ways that strongly undermine and degrade their athletic potential so that means their power and their power. strength yeah um resulting in an unfair advantage in our in our favor the, the jiu-jitsu guy um uh, which can be exploited to gain victory so that was yep. a guy by the name of john Dunher. um yeah so it's pretty much you get a guy to the ground or get a person to the ground, yep. whoever, it, whatever it is, whoever it is, and you control them, okay? Yep. Um, there's going to be a lot of, you know, struggle. And then you, you use technique to control the person on the ground, taking away their ability to use their strength. Yep. And then after they're tired, that's when you go for, you know, the chokes or the submission and yeah. stuff like that. So that's what it is. Yeah. Um, my transition. I remember, you know, that seven, seven, eight years of training just non-stop, you know, trying to get to the 100 club, 100 yeah. kilos. Um, yeah, so I was roughly roughly that 100 kilo mark and then my cousin, Josh, shout out Josh, Prima. He, um, he was uh, he, he was right into the fight game, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, kickboxing, Muay Thai, yeah. Yeah. all that sort of stuff. And to be honest, a, li- a little bit intimidating. Yep. Like, you know, you get, I have a cousin, you know, he's a fighter, 
And um, he's saying, come on, come do this jiu-jitsu, this jiu-jitsu stuff, man. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, next week. I'll, I'll come next week. And um, eventually, yeah, decided to go and do a do a little class. It was nothing. It was like, you know, five people on the mats at the time. Yeah. And to me, man, that was the most intimidating thing. I could walk into a gym with, you know, massive dudes everywhere, but going into a jiu-jitsu class. Yeah. Because in the back of my mind, I was thinking I was going to get bashed up. <laughs> These guys, they're going to be like killers. Um, and yeah, I thought, yeah, I don't really need it. To yeah. be honest, I'm nearly 100 kilos, 100 kilos. I'm just going to throw these guys around. And then when I walked in, man, it was just a bunch of like little nerds. This old guy that was teaching the class, Simon, um, uh, and just like four other dudes that were like half my size besides Josh. And um, yeah, that whole hour I spent just getting whooped, which was a good thing, man. Like, you know, you, you live in weights, you got a bit of ego, you think you yeah. can do what, you're a bit invincible. And then you go to this thing, this, this jujitsu, and you get in whooped by like six, 70 kilo dudes, and you're like, what the fuck yeah. is this? Yeah, because <laughs> I, I, my understanding is it, like, you know, it's, it, it's, it's, not a, it's not a matter of how heavy you are, how strong you think you nah, are. Man, uh, nah. Ultimately, technique and everything comes yeah, in. It's, it's like chess. It's like chess. Yeah. Yep. And, um, yeah, and when I say getting whooped, it's not like I didn't walk out physically sore, but no. my ego, my ego oh. was going ow, <laughs> ow. And then like, you know, like, like I'm the type of dude if I don't know something, like I just start getting obsessed about it. You yeah. know, I went to sleep thinking about getting like destroyed. Yep. And I'm like, I got to learn this shit. How can I do this? Yeah, yeah I got to get better. Yeah. I got to dish this out at some point. And um, yeah, that's when the addic- addiction started. So you know, still having my routine of going to the gym and everything yeah. like that. But as you said, I, would, I wouldn't lift as much. I'd be on the treadmill just watching the videos and you know, an hour would go past or whatever and I'd be still be on the treadmill <laughs> or the bike just watching all these videos going, oh, yeah, I can do that, I can yeah. do that. Not knowing that, you know, these guys, it takes like at least, at least 10 years to get a black belt and I've done one hour of jiu-jitsu thinking I can do the same thing. <laughs> you, you, you be, I mean, at the end of the day, you had, you know, you, you had a, you had the the end in mind, which I think is a, be so important for goals. Like, you, oh, you yeah. obviously were like, well, this is where I want to go. Yeah. And the, the end goal is a black belt, obviously, but that's, um, yeah. And to be honest, like, once I started, um, it was, I, it was, it wasn't even really about the jiu-jitsu anymore. It wasn't about you know, going there and tapping someone out or getting tapped out or, you know, getting bashed up or anything like that. It was, it was fun. Yeah. You know, like, you know, you go there and you can tell that you're getting better because you're not getting, you know, swept, which means like putting yeah. on your back or yeah. like tapped out as much. Um, and then eventually, like I always say to people that do jiu-jitsu or do something hard that it's very easy to quit in, like three weeks, doing, doing something for three weeks will get you there, the, you know, continue to come yeah. back and yeah, then after like about that. three months or so yeah you're in that's when you start to you know you're not looking through like a little keyhole you, you can start to see the picture a little bit better yeah yeah and um i just say to people like just stick it out for that three months if you yeah. don't like it after three months like just you yeah can, like you, you don't have to keep coming or don't you don't have to keep coming anyway but like yeah if you think you want to do it do it for three months and then you can really make your mind up right? then see where you can go from there i yeah. think it's like anything really like if you you know most people give up way too early i think i think uh you know um it's one of those things where you need to be patient and persistent uh any sport requires that but yeah. I, I, martial arts which is which is what what i would call a category you know bjj is a, yeah, a yeah, sort of category of it definitely. it requires immense amounts of discipline and commitment so um something that obviously 
you know, you have, mate, because, I, I mean, we, we've looked through, you know, you working at the one place for 14 years. Yeah. And, um, you told two, me you played for two, two soccer, soccer teams. Team, yeah. in, two soccer teams in, my whole life. Yeah. Shout out RSL, Jaguars, and Dubbo <laughs> Football Club. Yeah, so you, <laughs> so obviously, you know, when you start something, you, you follow it through to its end, um, which is an amazing trait to have because I, I feel like a lot, of them, a lot of people out there are very fleeting. Yeah. Um, they look over the fence, they see a green, a green, green grass lawn, and they're like, that's what I want to do. But I they don't quite you've been realize. watering that lawn for seven years. Correct. Years, yeah, man. it doesn't happen. That was the same in bodybuilding when people ask me, you know, or um, how do I get uh, how do I get so how do I get to your size or how do I get lean or whatever? It's like yeah, well, you know, it's possible for anyone to do anything, but it's not going to happen tomorrow. Yeah, that's um, it. And do you have the next five or six years either. to commit to to the sport? Mm-hmm. Um, those five or six years are going to go by anyway. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> a there's a not so much a famous quote, but like in yeah. one of the guys are like yeah you're going to be somewhere in 10 years time why not be a black belt too you know yeah perfect that's so good so you're on your way to achieving that obviously um so man trying yeah so you so okay so we've gone so you've started you you you're you've got your obsession i guess or your mindset around the fact that you want to achieve this goal now so then it's obviously progressed from there um the cool thing is you got into your training and stuff but you now you now run the show, mate. Like yeah. you, you, it ended up being, end up being that you took over the business, I believe. So, yeah. how did that happen? How did you end up going from a student to the teacher? I guess. Um, to be honest, man, just my natural, you know, stick it out. Like I was one of the, you know, when I said I went there for the first time, and there yep. was like five people at that time. That you know, I was there, got the blue belt. Yep. That took a you know, couple of years and then... So um, is blue belt the first one? You get you go white? Yeah, white, blue, yeah, blue yeah. purple. Yeah. I'm a purple belt at purple the minute. Now. And then yeah. brown belt and then black belt. Is that why you're wearing a purple hoodie today? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, so I you know, started training, liked it. Yep. Didn't even have... You know, I suppose you'd be lying if you say white belts didn't want to get their blue belt. Um, but like didn't really have... Um, goals to you know progress all the time and i just love love training like it didn't matter what color belt i was and then eventually i got the blue belt first uh person in in the club to get their blue yeah, belt yeah. Um, which is pretty cool and um yeah did the training and then all of a sudden the guy simon uh my coach he yep. said he said that to me that he was going to close the gym because he he had you know family stuff he's yeah. a bit older his, his daughters were going away to uni and things like that so he yep. didn't really have the time to train anymore and i was like well I, I, I can't do i can't do anything but like i need jiu-jitsu you know? yeah and there's a few other guys in the club that were in the same boat you know i got a few of my friends into it hug it and uh whatnot yep and um yeah well, like we we couldn't do anything else but we we needed jiu-jitsu needed so i was it. like yeah i was weighing it up i was like yeah like going through the numbers and seeing if we could make it work and eventually it was like oh fuck it yeah we We'll take over. We'll do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, like after we made the decision to do that, like I, you're not fully covered until you're at least a purple belt, like insurance wise and yeah. stuff like that. So I yeah. had to um, get my purple belt. Yeah. And then pretty much the day that I got my purple belt, that's when I, or that's when we made the announcement that I was taking over the club. And, yeah. And man, the the guys have been like my team, the yeah. team have been nothing but supportive the whole time. Hey. Um, yeah, it's awesome. been a very big learning curve, you know, yeah. going from just thinking about yourself and um, being the athlete to still being the athlete, but then also having to think about how to get other people 
through yeah. improve, like being the coach as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. But not only that, you're, you know, you're spending six, seven, eight hours a day at work uh, dealing with kids yeah. with special needs and then you've got a business to run on top of that. Yeah, it's pretty you're, you're a husband and a father yourself. Like, yeah, you, you can't do it by yourself. No, like exactly, but you you've developed such a strong culture at that club because I mean, you know, I train at the the gym downstairs, and uh, the number of guys that you have going through yeah. that that yeah. joint is so awesome, man. Like it's yeah, a little squash court gets yeah. pretty full pretty quick. Yeah, man. you see everyone walking in with their rashies and yeah. their, and their, their their split shorts and stuff like that. And it's 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 funny because like you know the normal person be like, what's this. We don't walking around, sh- <laughs> with, you know, a rash guard yeah. for like what, what? There's no beach here, and then <laughs> you see these guys walking around, yeah. and they're so proud of walking around with that rash guard on, yeah. those shorts. Yeah, it's, it's cool to see. Yeah, it is. It definitely is, and I think um, you know, one thing I've noticed is obviously your community has grown, uh, and the profile around the sport in this area has grown immensely as well. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess for a lot of people out there thinking, you know, thinking about jujitsu or whatever, like you think about if you watch the UFC. Usually, when the guys end up on the ground, on the that's ground, what they're yeah. doing. Yep. Yeah, so it's a part of the martial arts skills that they they have to learn too. Yep. So, um, all right. So yeah. So obviously, you've taken over the business, and that's been a been a big challenge. I've got to ask this question because uh, you know I, I also want to kind of mention him on the podcast. But how do you put up with Jason Huggett? Oh man, <laughs> Jace, <laughs> Jace, Jace, Jace. Yeah. Um, to be honest, man, I just got to tell it how it is. Yeah. Like, tell him how it is, and he. Yep. I love him. He's he's, he's, been, he's like player. my best mate. Yeah, and we've went to school together. He left town. He was come back to town, and he was just yeah. fat, smoking, doing yeah. doing all the wrong things. I was like, dude, come and do this, yeah. do this. And then, it, like me, as soon as he starts something and he sees value in it, he just he's heavily invested, heavily involved. Yeah, yeah. Some might say he's more involved, like invested than me. He, <laughs> he just froths. He, he loves it. And oh, um, yes, when I get new guys into the gym, they yeah. like us. We pretty much have an argument every ten minutes. Yeah, and they they um they they look at me and they they talk to I can see him talk to somebody else. I'm like, why is he why is he yelling at that guy so much for? <laughs> and then uh, five minutes, five five days later, a week later, whatever it is, they, they, you know, they go, we understand why he's he, like yelling at Huggett. Why you, we understand why you yell at him? I love mate, him, but he just triggers me. Jeezy's <laughs> got me a few beauties, mate, on social media. Oh, he'll put he'll put a yeah, yeah, he put a post up and he'll put a post up and bag out like bodybuilding or nutrition or <laughs> lifting in the gym or something. I'll uh, I'll DM him back, yeah. and then he just sends me a fishing rod, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like. <laughs> you, you fucker You got me again Like he's like Reeled you in Big fella yeah, I think yeah. he knows I'm his main target yeah, too yeah. So he's a, he's a He's a great lad <laughs> So So obviously yeah Because um you, You've You've developed A great team um And then last year um, you took a group of the guys over to world champs, so that's yeah. a that's a hell of an experience, mate. And obviously, to get to that level, that's phenomenal. So, how many of you went over, and um, what was that experience like? Uh, so it sort of started, you know, early last year. We were sort of, you know, training hard, and we after a training session, we sort of all sit around on the mats and do a bit of stretching and talk yeah. a bit of shit and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah. one of the boys, he was like, "Let's go to the worlds. Let's go to the worlds in December." And I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll go to that." That would sound pretty cool. And then, you know, <laughs> we all sort of had a laugh yeah. and yeah, yeah. continued stretching and talking shit. And then a couple of weeks later, he was like, oh, we were like, oh, we're going to do this world thing? I yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I'll um, check out some flights and yeah. things like that and see if I could get the time off work. And, you know, a couple of weeks later, we, we all locked it in. Yeah. And, man, it was as soon as you have a goal, you know, I'm going to go compete, going to yeah. go do this, going to go do that. Like you being a bodybuilder yeah, and stuff yeah. yourself, you know, like – 
got to do prep now. I've got to yeah. train, got to train, got to do this. And yeah. then you start really analyzing everything that like your game plan, yeah. and I, how, how you're going to make weight and things like that. Like I fight at heavyweight, which is um, 91 kilos. Yeah. So, you know, you, and, and there's no second way in. Like if you don't make that way in, you're cut. You're done. Like, there's, there's, see you later. Even yeah. if it's, um, you know, you miss it by 100 grams, it's, you're over, you're out. It's too um, much, yeah. So, yeah, like just those little things on you, making weight, your yeah. game plan, um, you know, how are you going to – like for me personally, how am I going to help coach these guys to get the most out of their training as well? Yeah. Because, you know, like being an athlete, yeah, you got to look out for yourself. But being a coach, it's like how is the team going to perform? Yeah, because, so, I mean, you've got – yeah, like I said, you've got, you've got not only yourself to worry about but the rest of the crew as well. Yeah. So you took about – how many guys you take out? Three or four or something? There was – I took three, three – Blue belts over, yeah. hug it, yeah. um, Zach yep. and Maisha, a, yep. a girl. And yep. um, so we, yeah, we decided to start training. And then, um, yeah, it was just, you know, it was a bit of a dream for the f- first few months, like yeah. mid, 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 um, mid year. And then towards, you know, the September, October, November, um, started to get it was like, all right, we got to dial this in. <laughs> We got to dial this in and it, it was like, yeah. Yeah. So you start to work out on paper like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. This is what they're going to do. This yeah. is how my games, get, my matches are going to flow. Yeah. But also knowing that it could definitely not work like that. So yeah. you, you kind of got to have a A game and then a B game, C game, D game, yeah, all that sort of stuff just in case. But, um, and anyone that knows anything knows that if you plan something, it's definitely not going to happen according to plan. <laughs> never does. Yeah, never does. But like you got to, be as pre- prepared as possible. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so we did all the training. Um, me le- me being the coach, I also like to lead by example too. So I, um, you know, every round was on. There was yeah. no rest round, nothing like that. Every day, every round. And then also I provided um, extra training for anyone in the club, but also heavily persuaded the people that are, you know, when I say extra training, I mean like gym training. Yeah. Cardio. So, so a little bit of, out, yeah, a little bit of cross training, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. And, um, yeah, we, we went over, we were pretty, I was, man, I was confident. I was confident in my yeah. own abilities. You know, yeah. you, you got to back yourself if you're spending all that money to go to America. yeah. America and, and train and and do all this. You you expect you're going to win. Like, yeah. that's just how it is. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I was confident in myself. I, and to be honest, looking back now, man, I was still confident in where I was at. I just, I didn't understand the off the, off the mat stuff. Ah, okay. Um, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah, you, you you watch all that, like you're saying earlier. You watch all these videos on YouTube and things like that, and yeah. all these guys that you think are just insane. And then you get to the worlds, and they're all there, and you're like, oh fuck. So you see all these like crazy people, and you don't really understand the pressure off the mat of you know teams and yeah. things like that. Yeah. And like I learn a lot. Sorry, I learn a lot off the mat. Um, being a coach, you know, helping my guys get into their own head. Yep. And um preparing for themselves and i really think like maybe if we had you know a little bit more experience one or two more years of just that off the mat stuff yeah like me and my guys would have you know metal not metal but like it there's always the potential to metal but yeah, always, yeah like, of course improve definitely showed improvements you know like but you had to you had to go through that i mean the only way to go through something is to go through it yeah that's it like you, <laughs> like you, you don't know to, what you don't know no so like, no 100 percent. and and you you know i mean obviously yeah um you guys went over there with, with you probably had some expectations but not not a huge amount as, as yeah, regards yeah. to how you were going to i mean you're confident in your own abilities but your expectations around 
coming home with a gold medal, or probably yeah. like, oh, you know, if it happens, cool, but you know, if yeah, it doesn't, that's it. That's I'm not going to worry. Yeah, like it, there's no like, man, I got tapped out in my first match. Yeah, so like, so once you once you're done, you're done. Yeah, yeah, you're done, you're done. That's Ooh, a, that's a yeah. expensive six minutes, man. <laughs> oh, expensive wow. six minutes, but man, yeah. you, you can't you can't um, yeah. write it off. Like no. you can't go. I'm not going to go because I'm going to get tapped out. Like I thought I was going to win. Everyone yeah. went that went. Thinks they're going to win. Thinks they're going to win. That's how it is. That's that's the that's yeah. the sport. And um, you can only, like they always say, you got to be in it to win it. So like, um, yeah, I was I was in it, and yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I didn't win it. <laughs> but yeah, mate, there's always another time, mate. But like in saying that, like there's another thing in jiu-jitsu, They always say if you don't win, you learn. And man, yeah. I learned so much. Hey, like oh, absolutely. You know, like the saying is like you know you 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 learn more from your losses, but. That's true in everything. Like it doesn't matter. Like if you don't, if you lose or or you have something go against you, which you know we've all had stuff go against us in our lives. It's a matter of how you come back from that. It's not you know it's you could you deal with the situations in those moments, but God, man, it's all it's more important about how you come back yeah, man. and whether you learn something. Because if you do if you do the same repeated behavior, then you're going to get the same result. Talk about learning from losses. I was a bit salty when I seen the oh. the photo that you put up with the on the advertising with the oh, two silver medals. I was like, oh, oh no! But, yeah. um, I always remember the silver medals, man. <laughs> I, I can't remember how you how win the gold. Yep. It's always the, the silver. Like, yeah, you burn. It's burning to your brain. Yeah. And that one mistake, you know, yeah, so, like, it, and it, it makes you train harder. Yeah, like, well, if, if anything, I hope that fired you up again. Yeah, oh, <laughs> dude, went out and did a little training session in the garage. <laughs> You're like fucking Dave, seriously. Yeah. Why do you put that up? He's yeah. better photos now. <laughs> if only you seen the match. You would, oh, dude. Yeah. Um. So, so you guys, um, yeah. So, so the the, the whole team basically, um, you you guys all went out in the first round, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We we went out like, um, I got tapped out. Uh, he got tapped out, yep. um, but the two other guys, Zach and Maisha, they they both um, went the distance, fought the whole time. Um, yep. Maisha ended up actually losing to the girl that won the her division and the open weight division. Oh, wow. so, so that's a that's a, just some crazy experience. Yeah, she went the distance, but she was just unlucky. Yeah. Um, like my match was a, a stalemate pretty much, and then you know yep. one mistake. You're getting choked out, so that's just the way it is. So I wasn't upset with my performance. It was yep. just, you know, one mistake, man. And I, the whole plane trip back, man, I watched it. And then I watched videos on, you know, how to not get caught like that, yeah. you know. So, yeah. like, it's just that. It won't happen again, that's for sure. No. <laughs> <laughs> that, that same that same movement isn't going to happen again. No, so. definitely. Yeah. Well, if it does, I would have seen it coming. And yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like the whole thing is too, like, you know, the competition's one part of it, but the journey's the other bit. Like, it's like anything, oh, like, you, like you said, you do the extra training. Um, you and the crew probably got a bit closer. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, you yeah. shared an experience together that many people won't get the opportunity to do. Yeah, well, that's it. And then, like, just the, the people you meet, man. Like, when we were over there, you know, we were over there a week before the, the competition and yeah. we're like, oh, shit, we, we can't go a week without training. Yeah. And... um. You know, you, you can't go in undercooked. No. And no. then, like, we looked around. You know, you start following us. Like I said, you follow the guys on Instagram. And then you see yeah. we um, – I got a message from my uncle, Brian. He trains jiu-jitsu as yeah. well. Yep. And he said, oh, this guy's offering free training uh, to anyone that's competing at Worlds. And we are like, oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's pretty much around the corner from yeah. where yeah. I'm staying. So oh, when I say around the corner, it's about an hour and a half. But <laughs> That's around the corner. Yeah. Around. Yeah, that's it. So we – we trained there, man, like three, four times a week. And, um, yeah, the dude, he, like, you know, you think, like, um, when you go somewhere, you you always feel, you don't feel, but you think that people aren't 
that might not show you their A game. Yeah, yeah. But this dude, um, RA140, that's his handle on Instagram. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. He taught us taught us everything. Like he just, op- literally, we felt like his students. So, wow. um, yeah, he was very opening and um, he was a cool dude. Hey, and um, yeah. he let us let us train. We sparred. We rolled. He taught us stuff that you know me being a purple belt he was a brown belt so he had a little bit more experience than me and um different perspectives which helped again you know yeah and um yeah he actually went on to win gold in his division himself so yeah right at the world so he's not a not a chump no and obviously um i think you probably find like in any sporting community um you know they open their people open their doors to their own people a lot you know because obviously it's you like, know? oh yeah, you sp- you speak my language. Let's yeah. let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let's go. Like, I mean, I think that's 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 such a good good way to be in, in the world, man. I think everybody's sharing and caring and and giving back, and that's that's so important in the world of well, the world of everything, not yeah, just not it. just sport. So that's awesome, man. So like, obviously, you know, you come home probably a bit disappointed and stuff like that. But um, look, it's just I remember man, when you to first honest, told me about. To be what honest, I wasn't even like. Not one salty thing. Yeah. Like, I, I wasn't salty at all. The rest of the team, we, we were happy. Like, yeah. if anything, we left our match going, we're coming back next year. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like, it yeah. wasn't like, oh, fuck, fuck this, fuck this. Yeah, yeah. Why did I do this? It was like, we're coming back. We're, we're going to do this again, yeah, so. Exactly. No, that's awesome. Do they do they move it around a bit, or is it always in the same place? Um, I think it's always in, like, LA, America, somewhere like, like Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a pretty big jiu-jitsu culture in America, in like States, all the yeah. Brazilians and stuff moved to America yeah. and, you know, California and things like that. It's pretty good weather, so they yeah. – it all sort of hovers there. around there. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, so that was uh, – yeah, it was just a cool, cool, yeah. cool experience, man. No, that would have been. It would have been awesome. And it's, it's even better that you got to share it with those guys as well. So, um, all right, well, you know, like you're running the gym. Everything's cruising along nicely. Um, but clearly the gym's not open at the moment, is it? Oh, man, I'm getting withdrawals. withdrawals. <laughs> like all of us, I think. You can't do yeah. any, anything about chosen things. The restrictions aren't lifting, which is great. Yeah, yeah. Um, Level two or something. Yeah, I so I believe, I don't know, are you able to do something in regards to outdoor training now? Um, yeah, well, when it first started, we um, we were going down to the park. We did a, yep. a, a few park sessions where um, we just did like cross, cross yeah. um functional training yep. in the park, you know. Um, and then it got too risky. You know, I heard stories about people getting fined, coaches getting fined and things yeah. like that. So, like, we didn't so really we want to risk it too much. And then, yep. yeah, now that the restrictions restrictions are changing, yep. I think we're going to go back to doing the, the park workouts. Yeah, good. That'll be good. Bring everyone back together again. Yeah, I think it's like 10 people. Or yeah, I think like it's that. 10 including the coach, I yeah. think, or so 10 people in any one, one, one group or something like that. I know my daughter's gymnastics is about to do the same there. They're looking at doing the outdoor sessions, so yeah. um, as long as the weather permits, obviously. Yeah, there's been a few times there when the toilet paper was... Um <laughs> Pretty scarce. We might have had a few rolls in the in the Woolies aisles there for a second. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what. I actually thought about calling you to help me get some oh, toilet man. paper. Yeah. It, was, it was pretty rough, wasn't it? Out of, excited for it. <laughs> I know. Every, I know everybody talks about this, but what what the hell was the thing that made toilet paper go like? Oh. Why was it the one product that everybody was obsessed with? I think that just showed the power of marketing and the power of media because the power of fear. Oh, know? absolutely. And but I think once people realised, oh, you know. 
the word got around people were taking toilet paper. Everyone's like, oh, I've got to get, get mine. I've got to get mine. I've got to get mine. I've got to get Worst case scenario, let's be honest, we uh, we could have always just jumped in the shower. Yeah, that's it. Or, you know, <laughs> used a towel or something. Like, it wasn't going to be that bad. Surely not. not <laughs> so, <death>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, hopefully hopefully the restrictions are going to ease things for you a bit. Um, I mean, lucky for you, you've still got, you still had your full-time position anyway yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff Thank like God that. for that. Um, I assume the... The, the club looked after you in regards because you, your, oh, yeah. your business is in the RSL club above above the gym. Yeah, yeah. So, so I looked after you and stuff. When it all sort of happened, I um the the payment system that we use, they said that we needed to they needed all uh, confirmation from the guys because apparently, like, it's, yep. it's true. Like they're paying for a service, and if I can't provide the service, you know, being jujitsu, like they're entitled to have a refund, refund and things yeah. like that. So, yeah. Um, I emailed all the guys and like literally asked like uh, you guys can pause, cancel, alter your payments or continue to pay like your your payments and stuff like that. And man, like I was, I was shocked. Like the support, I was um, the support that the guys, you know, my team have given me just, you know, I can still afford to pay that. Like I'm going to continue to pay my membership and things like like, that. Like even the guys that are struggling, like um, I, like I say, hug it, man. Like he, he lost his job, but he still continues to pay his money. Money yeah. and like this shows a ca- it shows their true character. I yeah, believe, you exactly, know? man. And like you see that often, in like jujitsu guys, especially like like yeah. they they won't be shy in like you know giving giving yeah. what they can, you know, yeah, helping out where they can. Like even when it comes to teaching stuff, like yeah. if, if they won't sit back and watch you get smashed yeah. all the time or, and not show you like. Don't get me wrong, they'll watch you get smashed. Everyone, like it's <laughs> well, pretty fun to watch. Sport, yeah, it? yeah. But like, they won't let you continually make the same mistakes. So, like, everyone's willing to help, you know, which is what I love. Yeah. Um, so, and I'm the same. Like, like if I see somebody that's, you know, that is like just coming for a visit and they're not even a part of my team, like I'll, um, I'll, and they're doing something wrong. I mean, like, what's a five second correction? You know, like, like that's five seconds of help can change whether you know. If they continue the sport. Absolutely. So, like... Yeah, yeah, and I mean... And me being a bit selfish, too. Like, I like to make my training partners as best as they can because then as soon as they start pushing me, <laughs> man, I get better, you know? So you, you can get better, yeah, exactly. So, it's, it's, it sounds not selfish, but it is a little bit selfish. It, yeah. it, it kind of all works in together, doesn't it? Yeah, that's it. Really? it. Like, um, the, um, I guess, yeah, you built such a good community. When I had Jed on here um, a few weeks back, he was saying something similar that... You know, F forty five obviously weren't offering as good a service as what they could um, prior to the COVID nineteen, and uh, yeah, he said that he still had lots of members throwing money at him, or not money at throwing money at him, but saying you know continue yeah, support, to continue yeah. the support, which is amazing. That's the thing about being small communities, and it? it's awesome. Like, and I think too, like people are willing to support support people that um, are real. You know, like yes. like if I pretended, you know, you see all these people getting caught out being fake black belts and things yeah, like that. Like, yeah. if I pretended I was something I'm not, people are going to see that yeah. straight away and be like, no, this guy's full of shit. Yeah. But, like, man, if someone asks me a question I don't know the answer, I'm like, dude, I, I, don't, know I, don't, know, I don't know the answer. Yeah. Like, I can't help you with that or, like, let's see if we can find that together because yeah. I want to know now. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So, like, I don't pretend I'm something I'm not. Yeah. And, like, like uh, the same thing, like, I'll go to competition – I'm not just going to sit there and be like, I, I'm unbeatable. Yeah. Man, plenty of people have beat me. Yeah. Trust me. So, like, I like to see my guys, you know, see that, like, I'm giving it my all. Like, it doesn't yep. matter if I win or lose or whatever it is, is if they can see that I'm real. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of people, 
you know, the, the people that survive are the real ones. You know? Oh, I think so too. And I think I think especially during um during these times as well. Oh yeah. You know, you can kind of see the people that um who the real the real people because people don't really they don't really care how much you know until yeah, they know how it. much you care. Yeah, that's it, man. That's um like, you know, so like empathy and stuff is so important. Like, like I was like sorry to cut you off, no, but no, like okay, um, yeah. Like uh, when I first took over the business, I, yep. was, I was stressing all the time. I was like, why Why do these people not come to class? Or like, I couldn't make the connection between, yep. you know, people that are doing it socially, like yep. training socially compared to people like me and a few other psychos that like to just, you know, all in. <laughs> um, I, I was getting really stressed out. I was like, these guys haven't been to training for like three weeks. Yeah. Like, is it something I've done wrong or is how can I make it better? How can I make them want to come back and train? And I, like it, took me probably a year to really realize man people are on their own thing people yeah. are on their own pace so you just got to be there to like help them out when they're yeah. when they want to do it you know yeah, they, like, they, they, they beat to their own drum yeah exactly you know, like it's the same as the gym like you know just because i go in there and want to want to be a bodybuilder doesn't mean that uh the young guy that walks in there that's having a self-confidence issue at school yeah, he, he wants it, to, you know everybody's got a reason and i think that that reason is what what we all we all have yeah. that make that separates us and makes us different so yeah, it's good that it. once you identified that clearly that made a big difference oh, in dude, business. It, was, yeah. it was stressing me out for a long time i was like oh, am i good enough to do this yeah. like it was just always in the back of my head all yeah. the time I'm, are people do people think i'm full of shit or like like yeah. is there anything more i can be doing to help these guys out and make them want to train yeah because nobody and wants to fail at no, something that's it know? that's it and then um eventually i worked it out and then like the light bulb moment you just see yeah it's like these guys are doing like when you work out that everyone's doing it for a different reason like yeah. you're saying um you, you're just there and you you sort of can change your perspective on when you talk to them, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, this guy's here because he just likes being here. He doesn't want to be the competitor. He just yeah. wants to be in the room. And then that, like, the different expectations for everyone. Like, yeah, I expect everyone to train hard when they're there, but, like, I don't expect everyone to go out and win, you know, no. 16 gold medals. Or you don't expect everyone to want to compete either. Yeah, I mean, Some it, guys man. probably don't want to compete. They're probably, they're probably you know, the, uh, so in, insecurities and stuff like that, and they, and they just want to roll around. But eventually, to, maybe one day that will change. To be honest, I... I very rarely want to compete either. It just it stresses me out so much. <laughs> yeah, yep, like, yep. but like I do it because it's the only way I can get better, really. Yeah, and I do it because I like to see my team see me compete. Mm. Like, yeah. um, like I can't say tell anyone to compete if I don't compete myself. You no, know? So you, like, you lead by example, obviously. Yeah, put, put your front foot forward. So, yeah, that's awesome, mate. Like, if you um, what have you been doing uh, with COVID nineteen happening? How what have you been doing to keep your training up? I know. I know you've uh, picked up a mountain bike. Yeah, um, yeah, what? did a little bit of mountain biking. Hey, what happened right. the other day? Right. On a mountain bike. Didn't you yeah. fall off it? Dude. I wasn't After sure. After that, I was, um... I, I did, he just looked at me strangely. Yeah. I don't know if I was supposed to tell everyone <laughs> this, but um, I, I just, can I tell the story? Oh, yeah, go on. Well, you know how you have your feet kind of deeply implanted in the, implanted <laughs> into the into the pedals. Well, uh, you can imagine Jaron just fell sideways, yeah, flat yeah. on his side. Big heavyweight falling <laughs> sideways. <laughs> He's okay though. There is no injuries. No one was harmed during the uh, filming of that particular I moment. Was, I was lucky that there was no one else on the track either, so I was covered in mud, <laughs> but that didn't matter. So you got into you got into a bit of bike riding stuff. But what yeah. have you been doing? Like, because you've got your own setup at home and stuff like that, haven't you? And yeah, um, you know, often you you post a lot of your workouts on your Instagram and uh, yeah, stuff like that. So man, if you if you know me, you know that I, I really don't enjoy doing that sort of stuff. But yeah. Like in this time, you know, I normally have that face-to-face -face connection with everyone, but I like 
Like, it's just my little way of letting my team, especially yeah. my team, know, hey, I'm still training. I'm still going. When this is all over and we're back to on the mats. Yeah, yeah, you're we gonna, you're gonna into it. You're going to realise you should have been doing something. Too. Plus your mindset as well. I mean, you're not the sort of guy that can go from, oh, you dude. know, doing 100 kilometres an hour to 30, you know no, what I mean? No, it's no, not, not, no. not in your nature. No way. You, you're going to get, you want to, and challenge yourself, because I know you're saying, oh, yeah, no, I've taken up mountain biking, and what I do is I time my laps. I'm like, <laughs> are you serious? Like, this Bloke, seriously. <laughs> yeah, the hot <laughs> So laps. competitive, mate. Yeah. Like, you just love being, love competition by the sounds yeah, of it. Yeah, it's so. just, you know, you've you, you got to have a goal. Yeah, even yeah. If I'm, even if I'm the best white belt on the mountain bike track, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm yeah. still learning something. <laughs> dude. I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, the, the other thing I think to remember too is, um, Jaron, you, you know, You've you've got a little one now, yeah, uh, yeah. eighteen months old, yep, yep. and um, you she's know, killing it too, man. She's, you're leading um, by example. She's she's stressing us out, <laughs> <laughs> climbing on everything, <laughs> uh, keeping us on our toes. Yeah, or maybe she might end up on the mats one oh, day. Oh, she already has. Yeah, I've I've um put the little gear on her and everything. Yep. Um, she doesn't know it yet, but she's gonna be a champ. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's it's 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 inbred in her. Yeah, you know? it's, it's, she's it's, got no choice. She no, has to do it. No, that's <laughs> it. You know, and I think that you know. Often, often you know, kids are, kids are definitely monkey see, monkey do. Oh. Um, I remember being told that, you know, the first few years of their life when you're driving a car and you've got your little one sitting in the back, that those first few years are actually where they learn how they're going to drive. <laughs> so if you're, if you're a road rager, so I send this message out to all the road ragers out there, yeah. if your little two or three-year-old sees you road raging all the time, guess what they're going to do when they get older? Yeah, they're going to they're they're be little road ragers too. So just remember that when you, uh, when you stick your finger up the next person to cut you off. Yeah, that's it. No way. Um, <laughs> it gets a bit wild. I'll tell you what, I train that hard. Most of the time I feel like when I drive, I'm going... Yeah. 30Ks an hour. Oh, really? I'm yeah. Just like so slow on the road because yeah. I'm just, you know, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, all right, what have I stuffed up a jiu-jitsu today? How can oh, I make that better? But yeah, like, you know, yeah. you know I, I'm never in a fast pace to get anywhere because yeah. I'm always... always in, deep in thought. Yeah, that's deep, it. Deep in your own thoughts and stuff like that. No, that's awesome, mate. I think, um, I think you know, the main reason why I wanted to get you on the show is because you you know is you've had such a such a, a big journey and, and like such a such a great journey along the way and going from being the student to the teacher I think it's an amazing story and I think it's that, a tough one too yeah. yeah I can only imagine but obviously as time goes by you're getting better and better so yeah. um how like let's let's talk about this how do you if, if you're in this area and you you are thinking you'd like to take up the sport or you know have a chat to Jaron about um possibly joining um you know, joining and doing BJJ. How do they do that, mate? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, the easiest way to start yep. is to do it. Yeah. But to do it, I understand, like, man, it's easy to say that, but yeah. I understand um, people are, like, worried about, you know, the, the closeness and the body contact and all that sort of stuff. Yep. Um, yep. Sweaty I get it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It's, yeah. it, it is a, a stressful time to start. I mean, I played rugby league, but, I, you know, so, like, it is, it is a bit... Yeah. Daunting thinking about rolling around with blokes, yeah. especially hug it. <laughs> I call them struggle cuddles. <laughs> An hour of struggle cuddling. Hour of struggles. Um, but yeah, to, to start, if you wanted to start, man, just shout out, like, yeah. um, hit me up on Instagram. That's probably the easiest way yeah. to get in contact with I was going to say, how do we get in contact I, with you? Um, yeah. I, I respond pretty well either on my personal Instagram or the Dubbo BJJ one. Yeah. Um, what is your personal one? It's Jaren underscore B, is it? Jaren, Jaren B or Jaren underscore B. Something I think like it's Jaren underscore B, yeah. I don't think there's too many Jarens about, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, I respond pretty quickly on that. And, yep. man, my the, the only thing I'm going to do is just tell you, just come down, dude. Don't worry about anything. Just come down, check yep. it out. Like, I don't, like, 
I love it that much that I don't even let people, I, I don't even charge people for yeah. their first week, two yeah. weeks, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, like if, if I can see someone wants to do it, but they're not sure about it, I just yeah. say, come down. You want to get them in. Yeah, give them an opportunity to see e- whether it's for them. Even if you sit down and just watch, yeah, watch for a little bit, um, join in, doesn't matter. Like all the dudes there are so inviting. Yeah. I, I'm that confident that I'm, that people are going to want to join because I'm, if they're half interested because yep. of how, how the atmosphere that I have there. So yeah, what you've created. Yeah. And yeah hit, hit me up on the Instagram, things yep. like that. Um, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully in the, in the next few weeks, we'll get some more guidelines around restrictions oh, um, yeah. and possibly you might be able to, you might be able to start doing something again. Yeah. Uh, hopefully. So. In the, I think that I know there was discussions around mid June, I believe for gyms and things like that, which yeah, um, I think we fall into the indoor sport. Yeah. 20 things, oh yeah, things, so, so you might be okay squats, sooner. Yeah. yeah, which would be really good, because um, I think the gyms are kind of hanging on hanging on that uh, on that word as well. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. I don't know how, don't know how. Um, you know, I was thinking the other day. You know, the Dub RSL gym has uh, it's open fifteen hours a day normally. Yeah, if you let twenty people in per hour, it's three hundred people that can train a day. But there's over probably over a thousand members. So who misses out? How do you, how do you, how do you do that? Like, yeah, well, I think they they might have restrictions on yeah. their conversations and they get in, get out, no yeah. talking. Yeah, well, I'm get, definitely going to stay um, away from your dad. Then. Yeah, I was going to say, dad. Your, your, <laughs> your dad will have. Um, I think he's got a VIP card. You'll be hanging out the car park. Yeah, hanging out the car park. But I, but I think he's got a VIP card, so yeah. I believe he'll get to choose whatever time he wants to train. Um, <laughs> I might just buddy up with him. I think so I can sneak in yeah, there. Sneak in there. Oh, my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to sorry, Craig. Yeah. He, he definitely um, uh, a sore point for him is the dragons. He doesn't like me talking about <laughs> them too often. Um, he often ab- accuses the roosters of being salary cap cheats. Salary yeah. cap cheats. Yeah, which is, you know, I've heard it all before. Yeah. Um, we'll just take out two premierships in a row and, <laughs> and go hide over here in the corner. So, um, but yeah, mate, that's awesome. Actually, you know what else? You know what else I want to do? Yeah, I want to. I want to um, shout out Huggets um, Instagram. And I want everyone to go on there and put the peach emoji. <laughs> He's one of the only dudes that can have a full conversation with emojis. He is hilarious. So um, it's the underscore real underscore hug dog. Only he would have an Instagram like that. Well, the... It's, it's it's only that because his original Instagram got hacked. Oh, and, did it? Yeah, by a Russian. I think he was looking up the wrong porn or something. Oh, stop it! Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> um, so it, I want you all to go on there and pick a post, and I want you to put the peach emoji on there because <laughs> this is what he does to me. He tells me that when I'm in shape and and heading towards a comp, I deserve a peach emoji. <laughs> um, I know he does put a lot of peaches on the girls' bum yeah. photos too. That's that's kind of where it yeah. all started. But guys, yeah, jump on there. Uh, the underscore real underscore hug dog and give him a peach. <laughs> You'll probably start talking about jiu-jitsu <laughs> and, too. And get him going. <laughs> so, Jaron, before we finish, I want to do something I haven't done with anyone else for a bit. Um, yep. I want to do what, what we're calling a fast five. So yes. I'm going to fire five questions at you. Mm-hmm. And we're going to answer them. So the first one's going to be, what's something you could eat for a week straight? Uh, definitely chicken schnitzels. Yeah? Gravy, yeah. Oh. I get the salad, not the, the veg. Yeah. I always get the salad. No would, salad dressing. I would say chicken as well because I eat, I eat it day in and day out. So that would mm. be something I would go for. What's the most embarrassing store you might have been seen shopping at? Um, embarrassing store. Man, to be honest... It's uh, it's probably something that I've just had to follow my wife into. Um, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I head down, just walking around. Hurry yeah. up, hurry up! I wait at the front. But like yeah. to be honest, I can't really remember a, a an embarrassing, embarrassing no. one just because I, you know, I wouldn't. Um, 
Yeah. I just look it up. I'll get someone know, else to do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know the word embarrassing, actually. I, I, I was just thinking, like I said this to my kids the other day, um, if you're embarrassed, it means you care what people think. Yeah, that's it. So that's if you don't it. care what people think, you never get yeah, embarrassed. Yeah, it's similar to like going and watching the movies by yourself. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. Oh. Do that myself. <laughs> actually, oh, hang on, we're getting to that one. Ah, sorry. <laughs> um, all right, would you rather ask or beg for – would you rather ask permission, sorry, or beg – for forgiveness um in the past um my wife would definitely say that i'm more of a beg for forgiveness <laughs> type of dude <laughs> Dive but, in. um i'm starting to learn to to ask for yep. permission now for things um but yeah definitely if you had to pick one i'd be a beg for forgiveness yeah type of guy. i think you're probably like me mate you just grab the opportunity run with it that's it and that's that, that that's a, that's a good thing i think it's a good trait to have and you kind of you, you figure it out as you go yeah a lot of the time i don't think about the risks until yeah. it's hit me in the face yeah yeah but yeah um all right what's a nickname your parents used to call you uh the only one that really comes to mind is Bones. Dad yeah. always, even now, he still calls me Bones. Uh, I think it was because when I was doing swimming, I just looked like a bag of bones oh, no. <laughs> on, the, on the starting blocks. Definitely not a bag of bones now. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. thicker than a snicker, mate. Um, and the last one is, would you go to a movie alone? And oh, I find yeah, this hilarious yeah. because this particular question around you but working at the movies anyway. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Any any nerdy movie, any <laughs> like Star Wars, oh, yeah. you would have seen me down the front yeah. by myself eating Loves popcorn. It. Yeah, popcorn and, and the last pepsi i'm with you on that i am a big uh i don't mind going to the movies by myself because at the end of the day you are not there to talk to somebody you're there to watch the movie and sometimes it can be a nice stress relief to i was gonna say like living a, a busy life like that hour yeah. two hours whatever it is yeah. it's just easy to sit there it is yeah, yeah so and just good. zone out yeah. you know and eat I'm, those chockies when no one's watching and I, <laughs> oh, and, and I cannot wait until we can go back to the cinemas again so yeah, hopefully that's definitely. not far off too I, that's certainly something i've missed is you know that little outing every and even taking the kids and yeah, stuff like that it, and just getting those chalk tops, mate. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, mate, I just want to say a huge thank you for coming on today. Uh, pleasure. Um, it's a pleasure. Yeah, it was, it's always good to get, um, you know, people, local people on here who have a great story and, and, and have progressed in a, in, in, a, in a profounding journey. And I think that um, a lot of people can relate to you today. And obviously, yeah. um, you know, congratulations on, um, on your progression uh, in the sport, but also like, you know, uh, big hats off to you, man, for, for taking on the challenge of, t of, of teaching these guys and bringing this little oh, community thanks. together. So, you know, yes. that can't be that can't be easy while you're juggling a full-time job, being a dad and a husband. So, mate, it's a it's a phenomenal effort, I guess, for people out there who are, who are looking, you know, to multitask and get them fingers into a few different pies. Jaren's an example of um, how you can do that and just, how you can be successful. Just tell those guys, man, like, it doesn't matter if you make a mistake. Yeah. Dude, if you, if you have the good intentions, you can make a mistake. Yeah. It's fine. Hundred percent. I think. Um, I think at the end of the day, just just effort or always it, effort and it. hard work is always going to get you out of trouble. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I Consistent. know. I know. One one podcast I listen to. Um, this particular guy always says, "You ain't got problems. You just got more work to do." Yeah. And I love that quote. Yeah, yep. I love that quote so much. So, yep. so thanks again, mate. That's um, a pleasure. It's really, a pleasure. really appreciate it. So that's that's a wrap for us today. That's uh, episode six. I can't believe we're six deep yeah. already. Wow. Episode six of the Mass Effect podcast. Once again, jump on. Uh, I'll jump on our Instagram at the Mass Effect. Um, and you can uh, you can follow us there and see what's coming up next and the guests we're going to get on there. If you've got any suggestions around guests and who you'd like to see on there, please don't be afraid to DM or hit us up. Um, subscribe to us on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Uh, and uh, obviously, you know, tune into our other episodes and you can go back through our catalogue and, and listen to a few uh, other interesting people as well. Um, but yeah, and if you want to get in contact with Jaron, um, it is Jaron, 
J-E-R-R-Y-N underscore B, I believe. Yep. Yep, perfect. So you can hit him up if you're interested in pursuing uh, the possibilities around BJJ. So thanks again, guys, and that is a wrap for us.